When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Friday Form Panel with Steve Cleave and Dan Malecki taking you through all the races from Melton Entertainment Park this Saturday night. Race number seven is where we're up to the Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Silver Series Final. This race, Dan, when I went through the form, it was quite a few runs by a few horses in this race where they were very different from heat one to heat two, and it sort of made very tricky to try and get a, a good map on this race did you find this easy or a hard one definitely not easy um not at all um look there's a lot of horses you could make a case for um, there's a enough winning form in the race exalted's been look to be fair for the five runs it's had with jess and, and greg it's been pretty good bar one occasion and the win uh, two starts ago was dominant and then really good last time against some, well, some solid form lines with Royal Dan and Hephaestus Phoenix, um, who I think can win earlier on in the night. It's just a matter of do you feel comfortable trusting Exalted yet, particularly if it's going to be at a price where it should be a, a, a clear enough favourite. Um, I think it's the one to beat, taking uh, or putting aside the price, the value of where Exalted is. Um, I suspect it might be the sort of horse that would get out of the market anyway. But 10 Exalted, and what we saw with the Bendigo win two starts ago, it was was very good. Berries and Cherries is continuing to race well, another awkward draw. But if Minimes gets out of the gate, Berries and Cherries should still get a decent run on the pegs, whether it's behind the leader, three back the inside and can finish off its race as well. I certainly think that it's it's got a chance to win with a bit of luck, but it's probably a better place hope from where it's drawn. Uh, others in the mix here, um, I think I Dream of Millie continues to perform well. Um, Elder Baron Demi's a, a solid uh, performer. Mini Mez from the inside gate, Kai Valley Honey Bunny. Queen of Quebec, I probably dropped off a fraction with. Uh, she's in the mix to run top four, but she's just disappointed me. She sort of hasn't taken the next step where I thought she might have. So exalted, Steve, number 10 to win it. 10, 8, 3 and 4. 10, 8, 3 and 4 for Dan. I've gone with Exalted as well on top. It charged through from the second row and uh, in a very slick opening first quarter, but uh, was just too good in that heat win at Bendigo. And as you said, it was a terrific run even last week. Um, Yeah, the way it's been going, I, I struggle to see any of the others beating it if it brings its best, but there's always that if question mark hanging over it. And then... As, as you just went through, there there is a multitude of horses that we could play for the placings here. Um, look, I've gone for the four, Elder Baron Demi. I just thought it flashed through late last start. I think Chris will just have it tucked away somewhere and it'll be flashing home late again. Um, the the improvement of Valerie Lane driven cold last start compared to the death seat run in the first heat um, was very good. I think they'll probably drive it the same here. And Queen of Quebec... If she brings her best, she could certainly be winning this. But like you said, she's been mixing her form up a little bit. But 10, 4, 5 and 6 for me. 10, 8, 3 and 4 for Dan. 
We move over now to race eight, the AG Coombs Trot, and this is a very open race as well. Um, We've got a black little black book runner here, Perfidia Sue, who I like. Hopefully we get a little bit of value on this horse. But, uh, gee, there's a multitude of, uh, I suppose, different maps and different chances here, Dan. There is. It's um, a very open race, uh, no doubt about that. Uh, I was searching for a bit of value. I was finding it difficult to come up with something with a bit of confidence. And I'm not saying I'm there yet, but... I think anywhere Hugo looks pretty well placed and to track through on the pegs, he's a good peg line horse anyway. So important that Tweedledee can hold up in a more prominent spot, but even from three back the inside, I think anywhere Hugo's got um, good each way claims at a bit of odds, so dollar a win, $4 a place type ratio. Um, I think Mercenary will be very hard to beat. Uh, it's shown previously its best form is, is right up there. Uh, Zebek, after such a long break, I thought was terrific. Uh, first up, uh, was a big gap between runs of a couple of years. Uh, really hasn't had a lot of racing um, uh, over the last four years, for that matter. This is the horse that went to uh, to New Zealand, was competing in decent races over there for a while, and um, must be a fair age now. But um, look, that run first up was terrific. So I'm I'm respecting Zebek to perform up to that level again, and also Tweedledee from a better gate might be able to hold up. Could make claims for others. Iron Pegasus gets off the gate quickly. Could lead. Uh, has Greg Sugars to drive. Uh, you mentioned Perfidia Sue. She does. She lacks that sort of gate speed in the early parts. So I don't know how much of Barrier Two is going to help her. But look, she's going really well. If you can, one of her latest starts was in the Great Southern Star, so quite forgivable. And she made a break last time, drawn Barrier Number Three. But she's got to be some sort of a chance, Steve, doesn't she? Um, Tipsy Turvey from the back line, Homan and Simone Lindeni have both got winning form. It's one of those races you can come up with a lot of horses or make cases for many of them anyway. A bit of value for mine anyway, Hugo, number eight, eight, five, three, and one. Yeah, eight, five, three, and one for Dan. This is one race we have gone different ways. I've actually tipped the 10 here, Simone Lindini, on top. Um, forget last start when it broke, but its first two runs in Victoria were terrific. Winning both, its last win, 56-6 last half. So it can certainly run a bit of time, and I think it just needs a little bit of clear running over the 22-40. It'll help it, and uh, I think it can be winning here, the 10. Uh, Perfidia Sue, I think David probably just drove it a little bit too hard early trying to get that that lead or the leader's back spot if he just comes out of the gate and holds his horse together i think it can run a, a really big race it's been racing terrific prior to the great southern star the three uh Zebek, as everything you just mentioned dan it was a huge run first up at Bendigo. It did a stack of work, and it's sure to be much, much fitter from that run. And then I've thrown Mercenary in for fourth. But, yeah, you could just open this race right up. Um, there, there's so many chances, and it wouldn't be surprised if, if any of the horses that neither you or I have mentioned could actually get up and win. I would not be surprised at all. So uh, if you are playing trifectas and first fours, um, it's certainly one or even quaddies. It's one I would be opening the race right up because uh, many, many chances there. We move on to race nine, the Lynn McPherson Memorial Breed for Speed Bronze Series final here, Dan. And we have uh, the favourite at the moment is looking like uh, number 10. Well, it's Mark the Chook is marked favourite here. 
on the trots.com website. Uh, interesting race. I, I think the speed map probably plays a different way to what the market's playing. I'm not sure how you saw it, but I think uh, Christmas Babe can lead, but Lindy Grace should get there first, sit on its back, and it was able to outsprint it at the finish. So you'd expect the, the final to be run very similar to the last of the heats? Yeah, look, that's the scenario I'd come up with as being most likely. Um, I still think it's a race that offers um, the potential for a bit of an upset. Um, but I think from what we saw in that heat with Lindy Grace running down Christmas Bay, a similar scenario, uh, could see a, a similar result. Um, she's a chocolatier, though, uh, from barrier number one, can hold up into a forward spot uh, to make it interesting early. And Rockford Peach as well, but... I've, uh, I've put the three on top, uh, Steve, Lindy, Grace, thinking there could be a similar scenario to last time. Christmas Babe, who is quick off the gate, Rockford Peach, the five, and, uh, and the Chook, number 10, um, in the mix as well. So three, four, five, and uh, 10. Um, but it's one of those races, you know, when you get that feeling that I'm not quite sure I've got my head around it properly. Sometimes they can stand out, even if you're wrong, but they can still stand out into the way you think it's most likely to be run. Uh, in this instance, um, I'm trying to bring in other factors as well. I'm, uh, I'm only confusing myself. Yeah, 17-20 metre races. I, I rely heavily on my speed maps. That's pretty much how I've done my selections for this race. Um, yeah, I just think she's a chocolatier. Didn't show that much gate speed last start, even though it got up the sprint lane and won. I reckon it could be back, you know, three or four back defence even here, which might make it a little bit hard. But I've got Lindy Grace getting across and... Uh, Midnight Avenger will probably, I think, can cross the one. So that does put She's Chocolatier back an extra spot. So I think Lindy Grace will find the front. Hand up to Christmas Babe. That was exactly how it ran in the heat. And Lindy Grace was too good. I can see it shooting up the sprint lane and winning again. Stick with me. He's got a tricky barrier draw, but I think it'll find the line really strong. I was wrapped with the way it's been going of late. And the Chook, who sat in the death seat in its heat run, has a driver change with Alan Tormey taking the drive in the final. That certainly won't hurt. Uh, it's going to have to do a little bit of work coming from barrier 10 over the 17.20, but it's uh, it's certainly good enough to do it. So, yeah, there's a few different ways you can play this, but basically when I went back to this race, I just went with the speed map, and, and that was where I come up with my selections of 3, 4, 7, and 10. Dan's numbers there, 3, 4, 5 and 10.